0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Change Your Thinking, Change Your Life podcast. My name is Michelle Burkhardt, and I'm your host. Welcome. All right, so today's episode is um, talking about... Well, let me share with you the quote that really grabbed my attention this morning. So it's a um, a Roxanne Gray quote. Now, you may or may not know the work of Roxanne Gray. Um, She is a very prolific writer. She has written all kinds of things. Um, She may or may not be your cup of tea, quite honestly. Uh, She does write a lot about um, political and cultural things. Um, she has, uh, a lot of writings around, um, the women's condition or women's experience in life. Um, some of them not so good. Uh, and, but the point of, of this is that Roxanne Gray has written a lot. She is currently alive. She's about the same age as I am. Uh, I'm sure she's going to have a lot more books in her. Um, so she, uh, you know, she just kind of she writes a book and she writes a book and she writes a book. Okay. So this is the quote that she used when somebody was asking her about, you know, basically how in the world do you keep writing all of this stuff? Right. How do you come up with the ideas, the insights and, and keep going? So that's really what I want to talk about. So whether you agree with her process or her work or her product or her, um, you know, the things that she writes about or not, none of that matters. What matters to this episode is Someone asked her basically, what is the secret to your success, right? So we know that all success leaves clues for other people. So when we're looking at our life and we're looking at making changes in our own thinking, it's good to hear the stories of other people, whether we agree with them or not, and uh, pick out the, the seeds of their success, all right? So maybe that's what I'll title this today, Seeds of Success. So this is what Roxanne Gray answered when somebody asked her that question. There was no magic in it. I just wrote constantly and kept trying to get better and nurtured delusions. It's totally normal. Okay. So there are three things I want to tease out in here. First of all, she wrote constantly. Um, So writers write, speakers speak, coaches coach, uh, whatever your passion is, uh, you need to be doing that thing. And so if you really feel like your passion is writing and you don't write every single day, then your passion probably isn't writing. (laughs) Okay. Um, or if it is, then you're probably not feeling real good about life. Uh, I love to speak. I love to train. I love to, have conversations with people. I love to have meaningful, deep conversations and connections with others where, you know, they're coming to an aha moment and they're changing their thinking. That's why I do this podcast. That's why I do the courses that I do. That's why I, um, you know, have tons of, uh, coaching clients because I love doing that all day long. Okay. So that's what she said. She wrote constantly. Now she didn't say she was good at it, she didn't say she started out perfect. She just wrote constantly, right? So the next secret is, she said, I kept trying to get better. So in essence, she started and then she said, okay, how can I get to that next level? Right? So this is where a lot of people, you know, when they start something new and they think, oh, I want to, I want to go do this. Maybe they're starting a business, going to school, changing a habit you just have to start and then you can make adjustments. But if you never start, you can never adjust. Right. And so I'm, I'm sure as Roxanne was writing, there's, you know, as much as uh, people look at all of these books that she's published and she really is adding to conversations um, that I think need to be had. But I wonder, I just wonder how many pieces of paper, or maybe she writes digitally. I don't know her process on that, but how much content has she created? That wasn't good. <laughs> right. John Maxwell talks about this all the time. He chuckles when people bring him, you know, books that I don't know how many he's written at this point, but you know, when they bring him books within the first years of him as a writer, he just chuckles. Cause he's like, those are terrible books. <laughs> you know, they were good to start with, but, uh, you know, he, he's just, he's got better work in his old age. Right. Um, and I look at that for myself too, always wanting to get better. You know, when I go to step on a stage, I have an action step. This is the thing I want to practice. This is the thing I want to get better at. Now, it might not be my message. It might not be connecting with the audience, you know, because I've I've worked on those things before, but it could be something as simple as, hey, I want to practice pausing at different times during this presentation and see how that lands with the audience. So it's just picking one thing and trying to get better at that. Um, I have a a dear writer friend of mine, and he is um, really going strong with his writing. But the thing that he's trying to get better at is, um, for whatever reason, he has a a hard time with introductions. Uh, And so he's trying to get better at um all sorts of introductions. And so now he uses it as his um I guess like a gosh, I can't think of a word for it, but kind of like a primer or a starter for his day. Uh so as he's getting into his work before he gets into the actual writing of what he's doing, um he will think about whoever he's got um uh, on his schedule for the day and whatever he's writing about and he just writes a four or five sentence introduction if he were to introduce that person in that person's work. And he says it's, it's breaking him out of the, um, you know, I guess standard way of, of thinking about doing his work. Um, and so it gives him a time to experiment, um, and just practice and do it over and over and over again and see what kind of lands better. Now, this isn't work that he actually shares with anybody else. Um, but it's his effort to get better, And then the third part I think is really important too. So it's not just writing constantly and then working on getting better, but she says she nurtured delusions. Now, anybody who's done any sort of like creative work, uh, understands that there is, this kind of magic or essence, if you will, this mystery in the work that you do. Uh, I'll reference my work, so you know everybody knows now. I've got this new course coming up. We're launching the doors uh, open on Friday morning and having our first group next week on Wednesday. So yes, just purely selfish, shameless post here. There is a link in the description. Go to the link; it'll give you all the details. If you have any questions, please let me know. Okay, but as you're getting together something like a course, right? Uh, And I was really challenged on this one because I wanted to share information on emotions, but I also wanted to come at it from, Kind of a logical place if that makes any sense at all. So putting a little bit of logic and foundation and rationale and science to the understanding of emotions. So of course stick chick is going to come in because it's a simple way for us to understand very deep concepts. Um, using Dr. David Hawkins' work is really important because that's the scientific basis for what we're talking about. Um, And then understanding what, you know, what are the different emotions. So we're going to have resources that show you, you know, it's not just the handful of emotions that you keep labeling, that you actually have a lot more that's going on underneath you. And when you pause to really think about what that really is and tease it out, you know, you can, um, you can understand yourself and others so much more. And then of course, having this time to connect with others, um, to practice being in relationship and experiencing other people within safety and guidelines where you are heard and seen and understood and challenged within your conversation to check in on your own feelings and like, where am I at with that? Right. And so, you know, as I was putting together this course, there's a a, a little bit of delusion in that. Right. And, And what does that mean? That means that some of that doesn't make sense to other people. Why would it make sense to talk about emotions, but bring rationale and logic and science into it? that doesn't make sense, Michelle. Why would it um, make sense to have a group where you're connecting deeper when, you know, maybe you, you shouldn't do something like that right? Um, and why would it make sense? This is when I hear from my business owner friends a lot. Uh, why does, why do you charge so little for um, something like this that has so much value to it, right? And so I love what Roxanne Gray says. She says, you know, that I nurtured delusions a little bit. So in essence, what that means is that she's kind of a pioneer, right? Doing something new, doing something that other people don't necessarily have an understanding of, um, doing things in a way that you are led to do them as opposed to what you should do. Right. And so delusions really aren't about you. It's about other people and their um, judgments that they might put on your work. Right. And so some of the work that, that Roxanne Gray puts out is really, um, confronting, some of the underlying kind of subconscious things that are happening within our culture and society. And a lot of people would look at that as delusional when in reality, she's just pointing to something everybody else is ignoring. And so I think that's a huge uh, seed to success as well. When you're noticing or getting insights on things that other people don't notice, but are clearly having an effect and you start saying something Uh, Other people might not look at that kindly. Okay. So those are are the the three things I got from her quote today. Uh, Write constantly, try to get better and nurture delusion. So think about that from your perspective. What are you trying to uh, work on in your life? right? Um, What is it that's really a passion or a desire that's drawing you? Um, And how are you doing something with that every day? I have a dear friend. She's kind of in retirement. She's a, um, a snowbird, and as I say that, I'm I'm literally looking outside today. Uh, we have a, a big snowstorm coming through the day. We've got eh, maybe half an inch so far, um, but we'll probably get quite a few inches here today. But she's safe down there in Florida doing her thing. Um, and painting is her passion. And so that's what she's doing every single day is painting, right? And whatever it is that you're working on, are you, are you getting better? Do you have a process of practice, right, that you're getting better at what you're doing? And are you... Are you doing things your way? Are you doing things the way that other people say you should? Right? So like if you're a painter, are you, are you going to those classes where they tell you what to paint and how to paint, which is a good start. But if you're truly a painter, you're gonna have to kind of break out of that mold, you're gonna have to experiment a little bit, you're gonna have to do something different than you've never done before. Okay. So there are definite seeds to success, uh, within this one quote, there are seeds to success all around you today. Um, if you start training your brain to find those seeds, I guarantee you, you will. All right. So yes, go check out that link in the description. See if the, the course is right for you. Let me know your questions. Uh, and with that, I release you into the wild, go forth and prosper. Have an amazing day. We'll catch you next time. All right. Bye-bye.